0: episodes for you. What do you have?
1: I just have a couple. WKRP in Cincinnati. I was
0: born and raised
1: in Cincinnati. So that show just has a special place in my heart. The one where everybody is trying to get home.
0: Yeah. The one where, and everyone feels bad for Jennifer.
1: Because Jennifer is going to be alone Alone. on Christmas. And if you haven't seen it, I will stop right there.
0: Yeah, Because they did two, they did one that was a takeoff of A Christmas Carol, which was uh Jennifer was the ghost of Christmas past, Venus was the ghost of Christmas present, and Johnny was the ghost of Christmas yet to
1: come. A lot of shows did that honorable mention would be the odd couples take on a Christmas carol. A lot of them
0: did it uh I say a few did it well. But yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people just don't think that and it's a wonderful life. They did send ups on that. Once in a while, A Gift of the Magi was also, I think, fueled. Honeymooners did it, several other episodes did it.
1: Okay, and of course, MASH episode. And then they uh, did the one where Hawkeye, Santa Claus coming into a war zone to administer aid.
0: And a very young William Katz in that episode. He's the (laughs) one yeah, he's the one who tells the wounded soldier, and you didn't believe there was a Santa Claus. (laughs) I like the one where it's because that's called Dear Dad, because it's a letter to his father. Mm -hmm. And then there was another one called Dear Sis, which was Father Mulcahy's letter to his sister, Mm -hmm. which also it was nice because that character got recognition.
1: That's the one where the cast sings uh Dona Nobis Pachum at the
0: end. And I'm glad you said that because I can never remember (laughs) the name of that song. Give us
1: peace. Give us
0: peace, yes. But it was it was a nice way to acknowledge that character and what he brought to the unit, uh, because he really felt that he wasn't contributing anything to the greater good of what everybody was doing. Okay. All right. Specials. Specials. Uh, you had already talked about Charlie Brown.
1: Yes. Uh, there, there is a Charlie Brown Christmas and everything else. <laughs>
0: okay. Hope you got to
1: see it on network. I loved it on network, and I think I've seen it twice. Then. Oh, okay.
0: And I've already talked about Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes. Yeah. So. All right, so we'll put aside uh, the Peanuts and the Rankin and Bass. Um,
1: I have an animated one. Which one? 1962, I believe, 61, 62, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Mm -hmm. Carol. Talking about doing a Christmas Carol right. Mr. Magoo was a nearsighted man who did have a TV show. Mm Mm-hmm for years, and who did the voice of Mr. Magoo? It was Jim Beckus. Yes, it was, who would later go on to be Mr. Howell on Gilligan's Island. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing I like about This Christmas Carol, they they are very true to the story, but it is a play within the teleplay. You see Mr. Magoo going to the theater. Uh, We see Dickens' Christmas Carol, and then we see the cast taking their curtain call at the end. Mm -hmm. And it's very dark. I remember seeing it as a child and it scared me to the point of nightmares. I saw it as an adult just a few years ago I and mean, I was surprised to see it. And I remember telling you, oh, this scared me. It scared me then. It's extremely dark, but very they, well they done. They did
0: not play it for laughs. Most no, they of the didn't. time when. You and have, it was a musical. Oh, yeah, there was a, yeah, there was a musical. That's true. I forgot.
1: Razzleberry dressing. <laughs>
0: The Flintstones would later do their version of that, and again, it was a a prehistoric Dickensian, but it was a play, and it kind of faded into the story. But most of the time when it's done and it's played for laughs, there would be some sort of reference, or they would be making fun of the fact, you know. Oh, Sanford and Son also did it. Of course, yes, they did. And they did that. And and speaking of breaking the fourth wall, it ended with Red Fox singing... uh, The Christmas song, Chestnuts roasting sing on a rose. The Christmas song. And they all kind of face the camera and and sing to the audience. Yeah, but that one, when they got into the story, it was true to the story. And, but the beginning and end, which is often cut when I've seen it on TV, that's where all the uh, slapstick comes in. That's where Mr. Magoo trips over something. He never gets hurt. Somebody else is always always taking, yeah, taking that. Okay, so specials. Let's see. How the Grinch stole Christmas. I saw that the other night. That was nineteen sixty six. So this is the one that's narrated by Boris Karloff. Yes. So I and I still think this. And is, he also
1: does the voice of the witch.
0: He's yeah. He's the voice of the. He's basically the only voice except for June Foray, who is Cindy Lou Who. Little
1: Cindy Lou Who, who was only two.
0: So was only two. Yes. So this is the standard, and it is true to the text of Dr. Seuss's uh, book, and it was animated by Chuck Jones, who we know from his wealth of work, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Speaking yeah. of a version of the Christmas Carol where they are playing it for laughs. Yeah. Uh, and an American Christmas Carol. Ah. Henry yes. Winkler. Yes. 1970. 1979. Okay. I 1970. was okay. about to say it wasn't
1: 1980.
0: I'm no, it
1: was 1979
0: understand. that he did that.
1: And that takes place during the Depression.
0: During the Depression era. And they acknowledge a Christmas, kind of like Scrooge with Bill Murray. You know, it's in the backdrop of doing a TV special. This one, he is actually reading the book and all of this stuff is playing out. But a couple of little alterations to the story.
1: And I think that special underscores what a wonderful actor, Henry Winkler, truly
0: is. And he was offered that at the time where the Fonz was just, I mean, at its peak. And I'm happy it,
1: he did. A lot of yeah. actors wouldn't have done it because it would have gone against the
0: tank. Yeah. He he has a little video, I think, for a, a special that he did that was just you know, like added feature. And he was scared to death of doing this. It, it took a lot of convincing, and he was scared to death to take on this role. And then he realized, I, I have the training to do this job. Yes, I can he do did. It. He went and to he Everson did.
1: College in Boston.
0: Yes. He was a theater major. Yes. He was also, what is also amazing about him that wasn't really revealed until decades later, he was seriously, seriously dyslexic and really had trouble reading, could not do table reads, could not do a lot and always figured a way to joke around it. So and the fact overcame that it. overcame it and now, you know, is, is a strong advocate for it. But this was at the time when nobody knew that he had this really bad problem. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful to watch. And it, has its own little twists and turns. I love the use of the radio. Yes. There's a radio that kind of helps uh, push the story along. Um, all right, so we have, we got specials. Now, movies. Movies, Christmas movies that air at this time of year, since we're not going to the movies, right? And now we have all sorts of platforms, so... Oh, yeah. so uh I have uh actually I just penciled this one in. It's from nineteen sixty four. Santa Claus Cockers the Martians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is I mean, it is just bad. It's nineteen sixties. Oh, but it's yeah. so bad it's, it's good. so bad. Uh Mystery Science Theater three thousand did their spoof of it. It's kind of hard now to watch it without seeing the silhouette of Joel and the and the bots. You know, and it's a, lot,
1: it's a lot of fun.
0: It's a lot of fun. It was just, and it's streaming somewhere. Oh, so nice. I did. I did find out it is streaming. Uh, more uh, traditional stuff. Elf. Lou Asner. Uh, Ed Asner. Uh,
1: at Lou Asner. <laughs> Where yeah. am I? Lou Grant. <laughs> hey,
0: they're synonymous. We, well, we got to interview him, and you kept calling him Lou. <laughs>
1: <didn't>, <laughs> I grew up with. Yeah, I know.
0: He's always, it's going to be Lou Grant and everything else he's ever done.
1: Yeah, but he, in my opinion, best on screen Santa Claus. Not your typical Santa Claus. And he's wonderful.
0: I wonder when somebody said, yeah, Santa Claus, Ed Asner, and I'm sure there were a dozen executives going, What? Huh? Lou Grant? What? So, but yeah, that is great to watch and that's one of those that is constantly showing. Yes. Uh uh, let's see, I mentioned Scrooge. Yes, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. And, and Alfre, Woodard. Alfre Woodard. And uh, yeah, that one, uh, and his brothers, uh, two of his brothers are in that movie.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: his younger bro- brother is played by one of his, no, three brothers. His older brother, Brian, it. is playing his father in the past. Okay. He, and then there's Michael and oh, Joel. Okay, I just didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's my I think it's Michael and Joe. One of them plays his younger brother in the movie. One is his younger brother's friend. So when all, when they're in the present and his brother's having a party that he doesn't go to, the other party guest is it's the other Murray brother. So okay. you have you have a lot of Murrays in that one. Uh also I uh, Carol Kane gets so much credit oh, for her performance as the ghost of Christmas, Christmas. No, she's present. She's present. I don't think David Johansson also known at that time, he was well known as uh, Buster Poindexter singer. Does a wonderful rendition of the, "Is That You, Santa Claus?" I don't think he gets enough credit as the Ghost of Christmas Past, hmm. as the as the New York cab driver. He's good. He is good, and he ha- good. and I I I always have to watch that moment um, where Karen Allen is trying to get to that building and she hails a taxi. You know, can you get to my whatever is it? Can you get me to the IBC building? And he pulls up with a cigar. What floor? (laughs) And then you have all the ghosts have cameos at the end. So it is cool. Um, Let's see. It's a wonderful life. That goes without saying. It is. It is in my queue. And I want to make a a little mention. We have a friend, Brian Rohan, who is the ultimate authority on everything Jimmy Stewart. He had just done a, a special video. It's on YouTube. With all the filming locations for it's a wonderful life and uh so it covers all the different they shot that all over southern california but it also features the homes that are in the movie uh, that were bailey park and those were brand new houses when they shot that movie sure. they were weeks old and he he gets to interview the current occupant of what was the martini home <laughs> so he, he he gets to talk to them and had yeah, people come over and they get get photos there but that shot all over different parts of Southern California, and uh, Miracle on 34th Street, I should specify the 1947 version with Edmund Wynn uh, which is available in a couple of different platforms. It was on TV a couple of years ago, nonstop, sponsored by Macy's. Okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, but it is on the streaming platforms. Uh, I did find on YouTube, and I'm sure I can find it elsewhere, the 1973 version with Sebastian Cabinet and, and David Hartman. Which, I like that one. you like that one? Uh, but, but, I mean, the original. Uh, the original know, one, there is something special. I mean, if I had my way, I would watch Miracle on 34th Street and then Elf. Because I think they do complement each other, mm-hmm. and they do also celebrate New York at Christmas time, and there's... No place like New York. No place like New York at Christmas time. And I have one other one I added to my list. Uh, Muppet's Christmas Carol. I love a, I love any interpretation of a Christmas Carol. Even, even the Hallmark movie ones. <laughs> uh, but I've seen like Western versions of a Christmas Carol. I've seen, yeah, uh, Patrick Stewart's version I watched the other mm-hmm. night. I am also recording Scrooge with Albert Finney. Uh, which is the musical, which for a lot of people, that is it. And then everybody else falls, you know, a distant second. But yeah, I, I go nuts over well, that. And Vanessa Williams did a she version. She did a version. Susan Lucci did a version. Uh, Tom Arnold did a version where they stole from Back to the Future. They go okay. to the, the Ghost of Christmas Past takes him to the past and is fed up with his job and leaves. So he's stuck in the past. Uh, I need to see that. <laughs> It's it's around. And um, yeah, it it looks like maybe they stole from Back to the Future or Hot Tub Time Machine. It. Yeah, <laughs> it, it kind of has that So, yeah, that's my 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 movie list. Oh, Chris, <laughs> Christmas Carol, they did cut a song out, which was restored. Uh, when if you see it this year? Yes. Which a lot of people have been talking about that online. And we're going to pause right here. But we'll have more TV history right after this message.